0: Good day, everybody! You know who it is. It's your boy, Sean John, in the building once again. Chip, Ready to come at you with some Vulnerability Leads to Victory. Your new favorite podcast out in these streets. Uh, You know, I'm excited as we are getting to um, start to begin to wrap up this season of Vulnerability Leads to Victory. We've had some great episodes thus far. Um, And I'm just really looking forward to you all hearing, you know, the remainder of this season um, and really just hearing what has to be said before we get to um, a holiday break. But then also, um, you know, let y'all know I'm already preparing for the next season, season four. It's a grind that we on, but it's just also been a blessing to be able to get the guests that I have to be able to have them lined up um and so I'm excited for you all to hear that when the time and the season is right um for season 4 but right now we are in the midst of season 3 uh and you all know that each week it is about the guest like yes I am the host you know I I bring a little flavor to this I bring a little spice um you know but to me it's really about um listening to the heart of each week's guest and when i say heart this week's guest is someone that definitely has a big heart Like, they are someone who is genuine, authentic, uh, such a caring individual, uh, very comedic. Um, You know, I once gave them the nickname Comedy Factory because they just were naturally a funny individual, Um, but it was someone that was also um, just the real deal each and every day. You know, somebody who, over the years, I wouldn't necessarily say I have served in like a full on mentoring role for them, but definitely someone I've been able to give some guidance to, uh, over the years in you know, many different capacities and just being able to kind of stay um, in touch with them over the years has definitely been an honor and a privilege. So for this week we bring to the vulnerability leads to victory family None other than the one, the only, one of the flyest and realest to ever touch the sky, Itasha Smith. Um, How are you doing today, Itasha?
1: I am doing good, Sean. First, I, you know, I'm I'm just over here cheesing because uh, that was a wonderful intro, and uh, wow, well, I'm a little emotional right now. So, so thank <laughs>
0: you for that. <laughs> well, no, my pleasure, my pleasure. It's, I mean, it's each guest to me. It's an honor to have them on here because um, nobody had to say yes. I think that's the thing. Sometimes, I, you know, when people be putting invitations out to party, people be feeling like, man, I'm obligated. To go, or I, I feel like I need to say yes. Like, oh, I ain't got nothing on the calendar like that day. Like, I guess I should go. Like, no, just because the invite got put out there, don't mean you you got to say yes to it. And so I think about you know that in a similar way of just when I put an invite out there to jump on the podcast, um, especially talking about vulnerability, like you know you didn't have to say yes, but you did. So I got to make sure I give you your props. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. All right, so you know, uh, I started to talk a little bit about kind of how we knew each other so uh, the past. but from your perspective, I Tasha, like, you know, what's our connection over the years?
1: Yeah, okay, so of course, Sean was uh, I always referred to you as my uh, supervisor supervisor um that's what that's what you were um but it was also fun to just just refer to you as that um but i definitely um i feel like there i know you spoke earlier um about how you wouldn't say it was like a mentor mentee um type of thing but to be honest i i do see you as a mentor um i don't of course we don't talk all of the time but in the times that i have um, come to you and confide in you and um, look for support like you never come short. So um, I, I just want to say that I do look at you as, an, as a mentor and I appreciate um, the fact that we got to path, cross paths and um, continue that.
0: Oh no! I appreciate it. It's good to hear that you, as you start off early, saying you know you was kind of emotional. You trying to get me all in my feels over here. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't even have to offer you a little, a little, little Debbie uh, strawberry shortcake <laughs> snack. So oh, you we, know.
1: So while we're talking about that, I will say, um, you know, Sean, you were also the snack plug while I was in grad school. So I'm <laughs> sure that. So shout out to all of the the um, study nights that I, I had where I could just come up and get a snack, a little Debbie cake or some, some juice. Um, you always came through with that too. So thank you.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Just for some greater detail. I was someone who i never really um, had my office door closed, even when I was, when I was there and even when I wasn't there. Um, and so definitely, um, since the grads had access to my office area, they were able to go in and grab snacks and just kind of get away from it all and have a place of study. So I was glad to be able to be the snack club, but offer just a, a safe haven and a, a place to kind of rest and study for you all. So, so no, it's, it is, uh, it's definitely good to be able to have you here today. Um, I know that, uh, we got a chance to con- reconnect in person, um, you know, a few weeks ago, and now we are we're here on this podcast to connect in this way again. And so, um, I really I'm really excited because you know we got we got some of the kind of normal stuff that I would talk about with guests. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Haven't talked to you while, well, a long time. no see all that. We got that out the way uh, a while ago, so now we can we can dive right in. Uh, with this, and so, you know, really, kind of the first question just I that I really just have for you to, to dive into, uh, pretty simple here is, you know, why say yes to coming on a podcast and talking about vulnerability?
1: That's a that's a good question. So, well, one, if you know, if, if Sean Johnson. Uh, you know, ask me to do something, something as honorable as this, of course, I'm going to say yes, without a doubt. Um, But to go a little further, um, the word vulnerability, um, the thought of vulnerability is something, um, something important to me. Um, And I I think about it often and and try to um, lead and live in that way. And um, encourage my students and staff to do the same. So it really struck me as as something exciting to talk about.
0: Okay. No, I think that's that's real. Uh, I appreciate it. I always love when uh, when I hear people say like, you know, if if Deshaun Johnson, Deshaun <laughs> John asks, you know, I got to say yes. You know, it, it does. It, it means that I think that means a lot to me because it just means that I've been able to have an impact or be able to just have a connection where people feel like, oh, Sean is putting this together then uh, It's got to be worthwhile to go ahead and uh, jump on it. And so, That's right. you know, yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think one of the last things I'll say before we, we take a break here is, is that, uh, and I started to say this earlier, it's like, you know, you are, Itasha is really one of the, you uh, kindest people you meet, one of the funniest people like, when I say like funny, I mean there was even when we connected uh, a few weeks ago um, you were just telling me a story and it just took you like what it felt like forever just to like try and start telling me the story and it's one of those things where like you know, I'm not going to try to reenact it here because it's truly one of those things that you just had to have been there in person but like just imagine someone's asking you for your opinion on something and you're like yeah go ahead go ahead and like they're like so you know what how about and you're just like i'm so confused here like i don't know i am I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to figure out like it's like starting the engine and it just won't turn it's like, <laughs> like, wow. like I'm like all right we're gonna get we gonna get to the part where there's an actual question asked at some point and it's stuff like that how i end up giving our tasha to the nickname comedy factory uh <laughs> years ago but um you know i'm definitely glad to have just been able to stay connected uh to you over the years and i i just look forward to what we're gonna talk about um on this episode of vulnerability Lisa victory so Uh, We'll take a quick break and then we'll uh, come back and get into some definition and framework.
1: Cool. Sounds good. Thank you, Sean.
0: We are back. So let's just jump right into this next segment. Um, You know, from how I come at Understanding vulnerability or defining it or the framework is allowing yourself the opportunity, uh, to be in the state that you are, whether that's mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. So, you know, that's kind of how I think of it for you. I, I, Tasha, like, you know, what comes to mind? Like, what definition, what thoughts, what framework. You know what images, whatever it might be, what comes to mind when you think of vulnerability or being vulnerable?
1: Yeah. Let's see. As you as you just mentioned, you know, I it's it's a, a challenge to start the engine. So, give me a second. Um, so when I think about the word vulnerability um, and and um, what it means to be vulnerable. Um, I I think it's just giving yourself like the opportunity and the space to be your truest self. Um, so regardless of like what we are learning from society or what we hear from family and, and friends or um, like media about how we should be, how we should, um, interact with others um I think vulnerability is just showing up as what you feel your natural self is um I feel I feel like it's it's really being able to reflect on where you feel most comfortable um hmm I'm going to pause and ask you you to ask me the question one
0: more time. So, you know, again, I think, you know, it it is, this is a a tough question to have to think about, you know, because you're really, you know, trying to put some framework to it. And so, um, you know, when you think about it, you know, what just, again, like what comes to mind? Like, you know, you really talked about something thus far with, um, you know, definition and framework of being your truest self, showing up as your natural self, being comfortable. And so kind of like when, again, like when you think of vulnerability or being vulnerable, like what, what really just comes to mind, you know, let it be raw. You don't have to, you don't have to, uh, um straight line the straight line you know okay. let it be all over the place cool, that's what cool. that's what we here for that's what the family that's what the family wants to hear
1: cool cuz you you know i don't uh, tell stories too straight so <laughs> <laughs> so that works out perfectly um so what comes to mind when i think about ru- vulnerability um uh, for me um i think about conversations right so conversations especially one-on-one conversations that I get to get to have with people whether that be like students or new friends or um even like a stranger really um and thinking about how rather than thinking of like oh how can I like sound the best or how can I um uh, make this conversation sound a certain way, um, instead just, just being there and speaking with them from the heart, um, and letting whatever come out, um, come out, because I, I think, um, I think that the moments where we're able to have real and vulnerable conversations with people, um, are the times where, where things, Shit, where, things, where people are impacted in a positive way um, because I feel like so much of life and so much of interactions are like surface level or um, led by how like media or the com- our, our different communities um, tell us they should be. Um, and sometimes like there are some people who, who don't get to have conversations that are um, just super real and super raw Um, and that can lead us to thinking, um, it can lead us to having like further insecurities. Right. So, um, I say that because sometimes when we're having these perfect conversations and the person on the other end just seems like, like they just have it all together and, um, you know, and you're thinking like, wow, like, you know, I, I just feel like I don't have that together or like, I'm having a challenging week and and this person is telling me about um like all of their accomplishments and things I think that those I think that those things are great to talk about but also people being able to say actually like yeah I won this award or I got this this um this accomplishment um but I was really nervous I was nervous about it I didn't even think I could do it um but it ended up being a a blessing um and some encouragement when i i did achieve this thing right so i feel like in conversations it's about how we um like how much of the story are we are we telling are we are we painting pretty pictures or are we allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and real so that um our conversations can be like real relatable um and impactful to the people that we're talking to so, um, so that is one thing I think about um, when I think about vulnerability. I think about the conversations um, that we have. I think about um, I think about faith. So I think about um, I think about my relationship with God and how um, how exciting and how safe it feels to know that if I don't have anywhere else or anybody else that I can feel vulnerable and raw with, I can do that with God. Um, That, that excites me so much to think about because at the end of the day, like a lot of times we have a hard time being vulnerable because we don't know how people are going to receive us. We don't know if it'll put us in a certain category um, and we don't know um, and there will be consequences that may come with being vulnerable. But with God, we really don't have a choice because he already knows like our, our deepest, darkest dirt or challenges or issues. So, you know, it, it, it feels so good to know that we can rest in vulnerability with him um, and also know that by being vulnerable with him, we're being vulnerable with ourselves. Um, and when I say that, I think about um, so more recently. Okay, I'm a, I'm a share I'm share a shared, shared little, little something. I'm being vulnerable now, right? So, um, one thing that I have been praying for is for God to um, purify my heart. Right? So we, you know, we sing that in songs at church, and um, you know, they they talk about it at the pulpit, but. I think, um, the phrase purifying, um, our hearts can, that can be a challenging thing. Like if we really ask God for that, um, that can be like a, a challenging season to, to go through because, um, all of the things that are covered up in our hearts, like all of the, the, the things, um, that we don't want, we don't even want to believe about ourselves. So like, um, like areas where um, things that are just that we feel like are not the best um, characteristics or things we have, like in purifying our hearts, like God has to expose to us um, those areas. And so sometimes um, that level level of vulnerability um, that we have with ourselves, exposes us to a part that we really don't like. And we, you know, if we saw that in somebody else, we would not want to talk to them or we would not want to interact with them. But, you know, you can't really do that with yourself. Like you, you are going to be with you always. So um, I think that vulnerability does allow for us to um, get down to, um, to those depths of ourselves that, like we sometimes ask God um, to to help us um, uh, realize and work on. Um, so, so yeah. So, like I was saying, I do think about faith when I think about vulnerability. Um, and I will give you one more. Let's see. So when I'm thinking about vulnerability, um, so I spoke about faith. Um, I spoke about conversations. This is a little bit um, still connected to conversations, but um, I'll I'll say relationships, right? So relationships, um, whether they be like short term, uh, like quick interactions that we may have in passing or um, like longer term relationships, um, friendships and and, uh, interactions with our families. Um, so I think that vulnerability definitely um, helps to strengthen the quality of our interactions and relationships with people. Um, I feel like when we are able to to um, bring who we are to the table um, and be honest with who we are, it empowers. Like the other people around us, so um I you know I think about my friends for exa- for example um I feel like I've had very 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 rich conversations with my friends to where like we're just constantly thinking about how we can grow and how we can like uh, grow into our full adult selves and um the women and or men um that that we're called to be and I and I think that that has stemmed from um, you know, both of us being willing to to be raw and real about where we are in life, uh, where we are in situations, how we are feeling. Um, and I think that in us having those types of conversations, um, it's it's brought us um, closer as friends, um, or like family, um, yeah. but it's also just strengthened uh, strengthened us as individuals, um, and so I think, um, I think any opportunity to where, you know, people are able to, to have those types of interactions, um, I, people tend to see that as quality, um, like quality added to, to our lives. So, um, so yeah, so that is another thing I think about when I think about vulnerability.
0: Well, that is so you gave a, a, a lot there, a lot of great content. Um, you know, I find it very interesting that you were like, uh, can you ask me the question again because what you gave on the the front side of everything, you uh, you gave you know, a very key statement of just giving yourself the opportunity and the space to be, your truest self, and then you also mentioned just even about external factors, like, you know, the media, TV, different things like that, people, there's so many, you know, external factors that try and and say, this is who we should be, this is how we should show up, Mm -hmm. Um, but you said, you know, like, us showing up as our, our natural self, but then we come to the, the faith, the relationships, the conversations you talked about real and raw conversations and you know you know valid insecurities and, and really um you know what I, I really like the 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 faith piece that you talked about just because it is true like you know when you when you have to you know I think anytime that you have to, go one-on-one like you in anything you get exposed. So if it's one-on-one with God, you know, you probably are going to get exposed if you go one-on-one with the creator, the person who created you, because they like, like you said, they know everything about you. Right. And so, you know, you in turn end up getting exposed, but you feel exposed. You feel, you know, ashamed. You feel naked and afraid. There's mm-hmm. so many things that emotions that, that come about Um, you know, with that. And, and I think that's important to understand is that that same kind of concept, when you go one-on-one in relationships that you have with people, you know, I think about it with myself, when I'm having, you know, intimate conversations with my wife and it's just me and my wife, like there's a different level of like vulnerability that happens when I'm, then when I'm having conversations with um other people who are just at the only friend level just at the associate level just at the coworker level like it doesn't it doesn't mean i'm not vulnerable at all it just means there's different levels of real and rawness that mm-hmm. you know occur uh, there's certain areas that i'm not willing to expose just yet um and that's what's key is that the the depth of your relationship um, is often tied to the depth of your level of vulnerability, especially in, in healthy senses. And so I, I do like all of what you talked about here and all of these things are are great. And so I, I want to leave it. I'm going to leave it all in here for us all to hear at this point. So, uh, you know, I would definitely say uh, make sure you all do have jotted some notes down there because, uh I can truly say already uh Itasha is spinning some hot fire um on this episode and uh, I look forward to seeing what else we you know have um, coming up in our next segment um, where you know we'll give the opportunity for Itasha to kind of just, step more into talking about her star her story and journey of vulnerability you know we've got an opportunity to hear a little bit about it in some of this concepts of her uh asking god to purify her heart but um we'll see we'll see to what depth levels uh itasha goes in the next segment so uh go ahead grab a quick snack and then come on back Okay, it's time. Vulnerability leads to victory story. You all know this is the part where the guest uh, gets the opportunity to uh, talk about just kind of their journey um, through vulnerability uh, with any specific stories, stories, or just uh, thoughts. And so, uh, so yeah, so as I, before the end of the last segment, I, Tosh, I kind of talked about and alluded to that you, you know, you talked about that recently you you know, have been asking God to to purify your heart and that you're going through, you know, that journey. Um, Is there anything else, like any other specific kind of stories or um, opportunities that you've been connected to which have really helped you understand uh, the importance of vulnerability?
1: Hmm. I mean, Sean, I'm not... I'm gonna have to say, um, just like just the day to day of life. Um, okay. I, so I mean, of course, I don't know what age, um, I like understood the concept of vulnerability. Um, like maybe there was an age where I understood vulnerability, but I just didn't know it was called vulnerability. Um, yeah. But I know that, you know, that is a word that, um, that I guess became an important word to me, um, probably when I was in grad school at some point. Um, so I, but I say that to say, um, I, I think for like a long time, um, maybe since I was like a, a teenager, so maybe sometime in high school, um. I think I kind of picked up on like the idea of um, or the concept of, of being vulnerable and um, felt how good scary, but also how good um, it felt to, to, um, to just show and be myself. Um, I think, so I think that, you know, growing up, um, so, course like the k-12 experience even like college the college experience um or just uh, even outside of school i feel like um you know it can be hard to to be yourself or um sometimes like you know things about yourself or you do things differently than others and like sometimes we can lead ourselves to thinking like oh like i there must be something wrong with me because I don't do the same thing as others or I don't think the same way as others. Um, and so like sometimes um, those thoughts um, that we tell ourselves or that the enemy may tell us um, can lead us to uh, feel like either like ashamed of who we are or feel like we have to shy away from who we are. And so um, I think that I've just had some whether that be like mentors or like old teachers, like in um, in high school um, specifically, I, I think of one um, Janet Prothrow. I'm gonna make sure to tell her to to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, um, when I was in high school, I was in um, I was in acting all four years, um, and so she was my teacher every year. Um, and so you know from the very beginning, like we we built, we built a great, like a great relationship, one that would, um, lead us to always being connected. Like even to today, like I I heard from her last week, um just checking in, but, um, she created an environment for me to where, um, I always felt empowered to be myself, um, to where I always felt empowered to come into the class. Like, you know, with bubbly energy or like she, she used to always, um, uplift me and, and compliment my smile. Okay. So that, like, that was one thing that I, I will never forget. Um, she, what did, what did she say? Um, she told me that, uh, when I came in smiling, that was like the favorite part, her favorite part, um, of class and, and, um, you know, hearing, hearing things like that and hearing that like she received my my energy and who I was as a person um and she appreciated and celebrated um I felt like that was like the per- like a wonderful foundation for me to feel like I could be myself with her so mm-hmm. when I was in high school you know the regular issues that we have in high school whether that you know be with peers or um, you know, bullying or senses of bullying or, you know, people just not being the kindest. Um, I always, I always knew that I could um, go to her or I could run to her space if I just was not feeling good about how a day went or, um, or if, if there were thoughts or things being said to me that um, did not make me feel uplifted. And she res- she received me where I was, right? So, you know, sometimes that would be, like, me crying. So, like, let's say something happened or whatever. And, you know, I felt like I had to hold it together in front of the rest of my peers and in front of the other, um, like, the other people at my school. But I knew that I didn't have to hold it in with her. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll never forget, like, I'll never forget how that foundation, um, empowered, helped me to feel empowered in knowing that even at my lowest self, so even when I'm in tears or when I'm ashamed that I let something that someone said hurt my feelings to a point to get me to tears, she received me, she let me know that it was okay. Um, and I was always able to talk through like the roots of of why it might have bothered me, or um, or even talk through the the actual truths of like, okay, this person said this, but um, you know, she helped me to um, to see that those were lies, and to see that you know this this is what young people do. This is this is how it is in 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 school. So here are truths about who you are. This is who God says you are. This is, this is who I see you as. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, um, that was, I won't necessarily say that that was like the start of it. Um, because, you know, I also feel like my family has, has definitely provided that space and, um, and, um, made a foundation for that. But I mean, that was from, (sighs) From as early as, you know, me being like a little child where I don't remember as as many things. But I, I speak to, you know, um, those times with Miss Protho because um, that was a person outside of my family who did not have to create a space for me to feel like I could be my my truest self. Um, but for some reason, she wanted to and did. Um, and so I think that, um, in knowing how good that felt, um, and and wanting to like, also like I wanted to do that for others too, um, who you know maybe, you know were in other, similar situations or um, other any any situation to where um, they might have felt like okay I you know I need a space where I can be my truest self, and so. Um, I think from there, like you know, that led me into like interactions that I would have in college, and then in grad school, and then of course now in student affairs, which is which is where I work. So I (laughs) (laughs) I get to um, be in those types of spaces with students all of the time, um, which is probably um, which is definitely one of my favorite things about um, like working. With college students, um, is is being able to like help them understand that you know they can show up as their truest selves, like even if it if it doesn't always look the greatest or sound the greatest, um, yeah. And you know, somebody like there are people who will receive you for for who you are, um, and those are those are the people that you really should like surround yourself around. Um, so.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, that's good. I like, I think right there, that is a, it's a journey. So I, you know, what I always say is that, you know, vulnerability leads to victory. It's all about, it's a journey. Like the victory is not a final destination. And I think what you just talked about there is like, you can, you, you say it every day. And I think you mentioned kind of three, you know, really four key touch points. Like you, you mentioned, Um, In in various orders, but you mentioned four key touch points of like your family, like growing up with your family, like a younger age, you mentioned high school and this teacher that had an impact on you You mentioned grad school, you know, you've mentioned, you know, your professional uh, life. And so I think that that's just showing like truly how this is an everyday thing and like victory is not a final destination. Victory is taking the lessons that you've been learning, which you talked about from, you know, your teacher in high school to taking those to college, to then taking those to grad school, to taking those into your professional life and now creating spaces for the students that you work with, for the individuals that you are connected to. And so if that's not growth, um, you know, I don't know what is, you know, and I think that's something that you truly have been able to show. And so, and I would be remiss if I didn't say um, thank you for sharing kind of your story and your journey because you didn't have to share it at all. You didn't have to share here what you did, um, and so it was greatly appreciated. I know the uh, listeners are are thankful. And so, um, what I also like about you know your story is that I mean I'm you know with in general with this you know podcast platform, I love I love having a, each a guest each week just because. It just sets up where there are so many different stories, so many different voices. And I can truly say that I think there are some people that even need to hear, you know, the journey of what you just talked about, of how, you know, there are people that are around us speaking life into us and and we have to be able to receive it as well. Because you had that teacher in high school that was speaking life into you. Um, but what if you weren't allowing yourself to receive it, like what what damage could you have been doing to yourself? And so as you talked about, you know, earlier as we were mentioning in definition and framework, when you get in that one-on-one and you, that, that's a that's when a level of depth um, occurs, which then is connected to a level of exposure. Um, and so I could just imagine that the more and more you trusted this teacher of yours, the the deeper and deeper that relationship got and then the more and more that you were able to be vulnerable which in turn set up for the more and more you were exposed but ultimately you know you were able to have someone to help you in the school setting and you had you know family that um was there as well to support you in the journey that you um we're going through that time in the journey that it clearly sounds like that you are still going through today, which is good. It's like because it is a a journey, um, and not reaching a a final desta destination. Like there is vulnerability is not like a scout badge where you get to go out and say I was vulnerable today and I did it this many times in this many ways. And so yeah, like give me the scout badge. I put it on my vest and I put it on my coat, put it on my hat, whatever. You know, um, and then I go about my day and trying to get the, the next piece, like vulnerability has got to become a part of the culture, a part of our lifestyle, a part of who we are. Um, you know, that that realness of who we are, and who we want to be uh, each and every day.
1: Right. Can, can I add something, Sean?
0: yeah go right ahead this this is your episode okay. talk, to us. talk to the people I Tasha. talk to the people
1: I got y'all okay so um you made me think about how um so i I do agree that it it's not um just something that you reach like it's not a a one-time victory like oh my gosh I finally have achieved vulnerability forever um right so you know they're definitely there are definitely times where, like, I do have a challenge, like showing up, um, feeling, feeling the full confidence to show up as my my true self, depending on like external factors, um, you know, like we were talking about earlier. So um, I think I think everyone understanding that it's not gonna be a, you know, what this person is vulnerable a hundred percent of the time type of thing. Um, but, it, you know, in the in the times that you are able to like open yourself up to whatever um, to wherever you feel comfortable, of course, because um, when I think of vulnerability, I don't mean just like laying everything out to anybody who mm-hmm. you come across. But um, I think there's like an appropriateness to it. Um, and that's that appropriateness is not based off of like, media or you know what society says but um one what you feel most comfortable um like with sharing two you know in moments where God is leading you to share something like it you know is this is this something that God is saying like okay I want you to 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 open up um about this part of your life or this part of yourself because it has purpose um but um then I'll say three um just it making sense and, and, um, like, like the, the time, place and manner piece. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so, I you know, I do think uh, that we, we have those good moments where we're able to do it. And then, um, we have moments where we like, where, where conversations may be a little like more surface or, you know, maybe we didn't, we didn't paint like the, um, the truest part of ourselves that we would have liked to, um, and those times are okay too because at the end of the day, like we are human, so we all just be trying to figure it out, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't there's not a human being that is currently on earth that is perfect, right? And so, I think that's the thing is we are we are trying to learn this each and, and every day, um, and so. It, it, it is, as I said, it's about trying to figure out how to have it become a part of our everyday lifestyle um, to really get there. So, you know, but I think I could definitely say that, um, you know, I've been able to see your growth over the years. Like even as I think about the conversations I used to have with you when you were in grad school to just even the ones that we we had you know, a few weeks ago, like, I think it's just, um, the, the way that you, um, even think about, um, kind of the different experiences that you've been having. I think that's a a sign of the growth and the victory as well. It's just that mental processing, because, you know, as you, as you grow older, it's about taking the experiences from the past, you know, and, and using them to, um, you know, transform your mindset, you know, renew your mind, um, and, and become a better individual. And so I could definitely say that that's something that you've been able to do, because I think that even as I, you know, catch up with you via social media, um, you know, I think even the ways that I've seen there is that, um, yes, I think social media is always really going to be about, showing highlights or, or touch points or whatever you want to call it but I, I think in that you can with you can tell with some people like you know what what's going on there and I think that um, in some ways I can see that um, you have been able to build connections and create yourself a community where you trust um that space to be a vulnerable space. And I think that's something that um, is tough because I I definitely do believe that not enough people have enough spaces to be vulnerable in, which means that they end up holding on to whatever experiences they're going through. And then when they get to a certain moment, um, using your, your thought process from earlier, they start to paint a pretty picture, but in reality, like that picture, and uh, what's what's on the other side of it, or the things that the emotions that went into it aren't pretty right. at all. And um, and yet, ultimately, you know, folks end up getting hurt. Folks uh, end up, you know, dying. Folks, there's so much that goes into it, and I think that's the the key piece at the end of the day is um, is beginning to understand. That this is a, a growth process, and so how are you going to grow? Because it's little bit, it's little by little. Like you know, my um, my uh, seven month old daughter, from four months to six months, she gained, you know, um, she gained a around a round pound, and then you know, from six months to seven months, she gained a pound. And so at the Mm -hmm. same time, she's moving forward. She's getting taller. She's, you know, gaining weight. Um, But somebody can say like, oh, man, only a pound in two months. Yeah. Like, okay. In that time period, like that's what was going on. Like we were still feeding her. We were still taking care. We were still doing what we need to do. And then, you know, it came a point in time once she turned six months when babies turn six months, that's when they can start eating solids and purees and those types of things. And so she gained weight within a month. And so what I get at is that she was in between four to six months, she was in a different season of life Mm -hmm. than she was from six to seven months. And so in that same way that she gained the same amount of weight in one month than she did in the previous, like two, three months, It's the same way we are with vulnerability is is that the more and more we, you know, are in the different seasons of our lives and we practice vulnerability, like sometimes we're not going to get as many lessons or get, you know, as many opportunities to be vulnerable with others, um, which in turn is good that you talked about that, that God piece, because you can always be vulnerable with God. But then at other times, we're going to get a ton of opportunities to be vulnerable. And how do we show up ready to be our full, authentic, real, raw selves in those moments as well? So, yeah. Yeah. So I'll just stop there.
1: Yeah. You, no. um, you said, you mentioned um, something about how, how when people don't have um, the space to be vulnerable, how, you know, it can lead to them. Yeah. Um, getting hurt or, um, even like passing or dying. Um, and I, that is literally something that I have been, I've been thinking about recently and like talking to friends about, um, because I, I really do uh, agree. I think I feel like, um, life, especially at this, you know, at, at my big age, I'm realizing, um, life is, you know, life really be life in, you know, it's, (laughs) um, it's like, there's just always something going on or always something. So whether that's external or some, some kind of internal, like, Oh, I'm trying to understand this thing about myself or, Oh, like I'm trying to change. I need this. I'm, you know, so many changes and things happening in us and around us and, um, that on top of, you know, other challenges, um, I think with knowing how how hard life is, I cannot imagine people not having anyone, anyone that they can feel like they can be their lowest and most vulnerable, um, unpretty self with. Um, you know, I think I, I'm very blessed and I'm I'm so thankful for like my community so my friends and um, you know, coworkers, my, my parents, my family, um, because I, I do feel like I have I definitely have spaces to where I can be um my rawest and most vulnerable self. But I think about if I did not have that, and honestly, I, I can't even imagine. So I know that there are people um people on this earth who don't feel like they have that. Um mm-hmm. and I I can only imagine how scary of a place that can be. Cause it's it can when you are at some of your lowest lows, it's a scary place to be when you have community even still. So imagine not having that community that you can um be your truest and rawest self. So um you know my heart definitely goes out to to people that are um that may be having challenges or experiencing lows um or anything like that right now or recently or ever um but you know i i pray that anybody um listening to this podcast um if they don't already have a space where they feel like they can be fully vulnerable, I pray that, that, that God gives them um, that community or that space. Um, Cause we, we need it in this life um, for sure.
0: Hey, let the church say, amen, <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to respond to that. I'm going to let I that's a good final word for this segment. And so, uh we'll take our last break of this episode and then we'll come back and uh, just kind of wrap it up. And so, uh go ahead and I say after that, go ahead and hit pause right now and just take a just quick moment to exhale. Cool. <laughs> all righty so let's go ahead and wrap up this episode um so really uh from here i tasha as we wrap up um you know one of the big things is i want to make sure the listeners are able to kind of have one key like tip that they can take away um And so just let's just start with that. Like, is there, you know, one, uh, at least like one tip that you feel like, you know, you can give the listeners today to be able to um, kind of reflect upon when it comes to uh, them navigating their vulnerability journey? Yeah.
1: Let's see. So one tip um, in navigating vulnerability. Um. Let's see. So we we just gonna flow. We're gonna flow on that, Sean. And so, come
0: on, come on.
1: so um I think one knowing that like as cliche as it may sound, knowing that you yourself are enough, like it it does not matter if you feel like you think differently than others or you talk, walk differently, um, or act differently. Um you know, we were we were all made um, to be who who God wanted us to be. So um know mm. sometimes we can get in our I, and I'll speak for myself. You know, I get into my head about like, dang, I just you know sometimes I really feel different. Like I you know I feel a little odd sometimes. But you know the reality is a, a lot of people feel like that. But it's not even. It's not a thing of feeling odd, it's you know, or, or being odd. We we're just all made uniquely and and God had purpose in doing that because you know, like why would he need two shans? Why would he need two itashas um that you know are are the same person? Um, so just knowing that whoever you are um has purpose. So like um the things about you that that maybe make you hesitant to be vulnerable in your truest self, those very things impact people in ways that that you could have never imagined. Um and sometimes you'll know when those things impact people because you know they may tell you, but sometimes you you won't know. Sometimes that person that you had a conversation with or interaction with um maybe they're walking away feeling um Feeling more empowered to be their truest self. So um, I would say definitely definitely locking into to that truth. Um, yeah, but um I, I think overall just um, being able to to reflect. Um so one thing that I want, I'm I'm not gonna lie and say that I do it every day, um, but I would like to start reflecting like on my days and, and, um, thinking about how I showed up in different parts of my day. Like, did I feel like I was being like, you know, um, being my truest self or are there some areas where I, where I felt like I didn't feel safe to be my truest self? And if so, like, what are the reasons that I didn't feel safe? Like, um, were they, uh, because of like the people or the environment I was in or was it something deep down in me that I need to figure out and and work through? Um, Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like I said, that's something I want to start doing because I, I think that that'll help. um, That'll help with getting to a more not consistent uh, place of being vulnerable, but um, maybe it'll like help me not think too hard in times where, where um, I may think a little harder about whom do I, you know, like, like, is it safe? Am I okay to, to show this part of myself? Um, So, so yeah, so that is what I would say. Um, So knowing that you yourself are enough, that you are dope, you are great. um, You are special. And then also just taking time to reflect on how you show up in different, um, different parts of your day.
0: Those are, are two great things. And it, it um, the first thing that you talked about uh, led me to this uh, quote by um, it's um, it's attributed to this author, Alex L. And it says, uh, you have to know that you are good enough and worth it. Once you master belief in yourself, no one can steal that love from you. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that is, that's huge. Like all of that, uh, I think that that quote itself really speaks um, to both things because, um, The piece of it all, even with the reflection, is you getting to a point that knowing that even in the mistakes you might make in a workday, even the mistakes that, you know, to my people that are parents, like you might make in parenting to the mistakes that you might make in your friendship and your relationships and your marriage or whatever it could be, like you are still enough. Mm -hmm. Like you are it, you know when sometimes you hear someone say oh yeah this is good enough you know we might think like oh i'm so hungry like i want something to eat like oh how's the food it was good enough like no 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 like i think in this case like it's not just good enough and like oh it's such like no you are good you are enough like you like put it together and you are good enough like you are meant to be like you mentioned the word purpose and that's huge like you know understanding take the time to understand your why understand your purpose understand you know the calling that is on your life to be here contribute to society and so um is it's a a kind of formula that i often think about when it comes to purpose and it's helping people plus your talent you know equals your purpose and i think That's something for us all is knowing, you know, you are enough, you are good enough to um, truly be a, you know, able to play a significant impact in the the society that we we live in. And so. So, yeah, um, no, those are two very, very uh, good tips that I think are very tangible and our listeners can take away. Uh, from this episode and apply to their lives right away. Yeah. So any other final thoughts that you have, anything you want to promote any, you know, you could, you know, ways people can connect with you. If you want to put your social media out there, you know, the floor is yours to uh, help wrap us up for the day.
1: Yeah. So I, one, I just really want to thank you, Sean. Um, I, I really thank you for this opportunity. Um to talk about this topic, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little, I was a little nervous. I didn't know how it was, uh, you know, how everything was gonna flow. But um, while nervous, I was also um, excited. So I, I was nervous before um, we got on tonight, but um definitely um you definitely created a space to where i felt like i could be vulnerable see it all comes full circle um but again thank you so much um it felt really really great to talk about this um and you know i love to talk so um (laughs) thank you for that and everything that you are doing with this podcast um and and using your platform in such a positive positive way um and then, lastly, if you would like to connect with me, um, then you can follow me at on Instagram at underscore Tasha with N I. So underscore T A S H A W I T H A N I. That is because my name is I Tasha. If you know, <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that. Uh, but yeah, feel free to follow me. And if uh, if anyone wants to chat, then. I love talking, so let's have a conversation if if you'd like to. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Sean.
0: It is a pleasure. It has uh, been a pleasure to have you. Um, And I definitely do look forward to the ways that we are able to stay connected. And so that uh, social media info will be in the uh, episode description. Um, And so hopefully you all have been able to kind of take away something from Itasha. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Itasha. I sincerely appreciate having your voice on this platform. Awesome! Thank you. Yes. Well, everybody, we come to the end of another episode of Vulnerability Leads to Victory. Um, and I want to kind of wrap up with this quote, you know, here uh, that I saw is it says, you're enough. You are so much more than enough. You are strong You are unique. You are needed. You bring to this world things no one else can. You are perfect exactly as you are. You deserve the best. You are worthy of love. You are beautiful inside and out. You have always been and always will be enough. So, as you all begin to just think about taking those next steps in your vulnerability journey, as we talked about in this episode think about the relationships think about the conversations think about the exposure going to happen but most importantly like ultimately think about how it can enrich you to being such a greater person and have such a greater understanding of how enough you are to today's society and so you know how we end every episode We're not going to do it any differently. (sighs) Exhale before you inhale. Peace and blessings, everybody. One love.